Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Confess It, Baby. Today, we are so excited because for the first time ever, we have our first guest. I like to call her my little energizer bunny. She is an entrepreneur, a makeup artist, an influencer, and a reality TV star. Sophia Marie Perez, welcome to Confess It, Baby. I am honored to be your very first guest, and I love the intro. I'm loving that. We like and to go big, course, baby. You guys, of course, I have my child with me. Come over here, my nephew. You're going to see him walking back and forth on the couch. He's going to be barking. the center. Maybe barking. He's going to be the center of attention in this podcast. Yeah, he but likes talking a lot. He's a spoiled baby. <laughs> so, Sophie, I want to pick what well, we want to pick your brain today. There's a lot of questions. We have a whole list of things that There's I want to There's just so space. much to you. Like, There's you're just so much such an that I want to hear. And it's a lot of things, like, I've known you for such a long time, but there's things that i really haven't like picked your brain on for example when you left for a full month in october and you did temptation island i you know we never had that real conversation of like what went on behind the scenes and all of that so i want to get into that today i'm nervous <laughs> oh it's gonna be great but the first question i have for you is like how did this opportunity even come to be because you know i bet there's people out there that probably have a dream like i want to be on a netflix love is blind you know how do you fall into these type of shows and how explain a little bit the background of the show because there's so many you know temptation island um, love island love yeah, island yeah, the bachelor of- so many reality tv shows so just explain the gist of it and okay yeah yeah how the opportunity came to be for you Okay, so Temptation Island is basically about um, four couples that are at a crossroads in their relationship. So whether it's that they don't know, you know, when to take the next step, whether that be marriage, moving in together, or they had previous kind of situations happen in their past where this, you know, the trust is lost. Basically, it's the ultimate test for a couple. So four couples embark in this journey where they go to Temptation Island and basically they are split apart. The, the boyfriend and the girlfriends are split for a month. The boyfriends go into a house with 12 single girls and the girls go into a house with 12 single men. And they are, they have no contact to their partner. You're like a month, no contact. They're only seeing the little snippets of what's shown in the bonfires. So basically they're testing their love if that person is really for them or if they can find and build a connection with one of the single girls or single guys in the other villas. And that's the gist of the show. So it's spicy, it's juicy. Mm-hmm. And I a, saw lot it. Of, <laughs> a lot of twerking and tequila, let's just say, went on yes. in our house. You represented Miami the right way. I did. She did. You, did I did. you went all in. And how did the opportunity to be on the show came to be for you? So basically how the background of this, of how I basically became uh, part of this journey and this reality TV show. Um, I was presented this opportunity via DM. So one of the producers um, actually DM'd me while I was in my high school sweetheart relationship. I was in a five-year relationship and um, we were on, on social media. We had our social media presence. And so they originally, and not a lot of people know this, so you guys are getting like the oh, first wow. guest. Hey, that's what I we like. Confess it, baby. I'm telling you guys the actual, the real mm-hmm. behind, this, behind the scenes story yeah. of what, how it came to happen. So the producers originally reached out to me and my ex-boyfriend because we were you know in a long-term relationship and they originally wanted wanted to cast us as a couple and they you know I presented this opportunity to my partner and he was just like no it doesn't make sense school x y and z and I was like I mean this is a really good opportunity I mean you're getting paid we're you know in a a sense going into this journey and 
you know, testing our love for one another because at that point we were in a five year relationship. But it was just it wasn't in our cards, at least for us too. Um, and it's crazy how everything happens for a reason because mm-hmm. shortly after me and him go our separate ways, we break up, and I decide to reach back out to the casting director and I'm like, hey, look, I'm single. I was in a five year relationship. I haven't been single in the last five years of my life. And I think this would be a really good opportunity for me to give these men in the other house insight that maybe you can be with your person for five, six, 10 years, but maybe that person isn't for you. Yeah. So um, they love that. Like they, they love that. I guess I was coming in with a little bit of like a different kind of Perf- yeah, perspective. Yeah, perspective yeah. for these men. It's not just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hot, I'm single, let's party. Yeah, no. let's ready, which is typically what we see in these type of shows. Yes, and there's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, you know, I do have fun and we do party, but I feel like I was able to kind of just give them a different perspective because I did freshly get out of a five-year relationship and I didn't really know how to be single so for me it was more of an opportunity of like finding myself and also being able to date and put myself out there and also be away from my family for a month and have no connection to the outside world which was challenging and after you reached out to that casting director what was the next step in that so the next step was a phone call interview with the casting director Mm -hmm. and it's actually really crazy because there's a lot of, it's a really long process I think it was almost like really I wouldn't six, have thought that I was like you're hired girl come to Hawaii no I wish it was that easy no girl it was like interesting a six, it was a six month process oh, and yikes. remember it was like the midst of yeah, COVID 2020 mm-hmm. so it was 2020 so it happened I got cast not casted, but I started the interview process before 2020. So it was a phone call interview, then two Zoom interviews, two online, like, you know, video chatting interviews. And then from there, they fly you out or they fly me out to LA where I did the in-person. This was like in March. So it was right before, like I got flown out right before COVID and 2020 and all that stuff hit. So we did an in-person interview and that was wild. We couldn't talk to anyone. We couldn't communicate with any of the other women, any of the men. It was um a super long process we actually had to do like a psychological test that was four hours long written down (laughs) in paper like a b c like kind of questions and it's i mean it makes sense right they don't want to just bring in a crazy person in the house that can literally cause chaos (laughs) so we basically had a psych evaluation we had a medical evaluation like it was a whole thing and it makes sense because i feel like those are all important things when you're just bringing a bunch of random people from different states all to one kind of um, place where yeah. we're filming so we did a psych test we did that and then it was like the in-person interview in front of the directors and I was basically in a room with a camera five six different people just asking me questions like about myself like you know how how would you say your love life is if you um you know if you like a man are you the type of person that you know you you get what you want do you fight for the type of man you want like that was the kind of questions they're asking me just basically about myself like do you like to party are you like what kind of friend are you in your friend group and i just kept it like i was real i I was me like uh if you you know me yeah yeah jen and i have and also you two we've gone out we've partied together like you guys know i love you know i love my tequila i love my partying i'm very high energy and i literally just kept it raw real and myself and my mindset with it all was like if this is meant for me it's gonna happen and if exactly. it's not i tried it that's like, the best mentality that was, i wasn't i didn't put that pressure on me where it was like i need to get this i need to be on the show this is what's gonna set me up like that mm-hmm. wasn't the mindset that i had with this and i feel like that really helped me kind of like just go into it very calm and collected Grounded. and yeah, yeah and like if it happens it happens if i end up being going to hawaii and doing this then it's meant for it's meant for me and if not at least i got flown out to la yeah, yeah. what you did know? you feel when you received that call or you got that initial yeah. email what letting you know mind? um it was surreal because i'm like 
oh shit, like I'm gonna go to Hawaii. And you've always actually dreamed of being an actress, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, so I do. How have, did that play in all of this? So it, it's full circle because I I was a child actor, you know, growing up. I you know had agents, I had managers. I lived in LA and I did pursue that. And I you know I did my commercials here and there, but I never really landed anything that was you know what like a big deal, you know, like that big job. So uh, I quit acting, moved back to Miami, continued with my regular life. And then this falls in my lap and now I'm on national television. Like it was, it was crazy. It was kind of full circle. And when I got that phone call, it was like, wow, like this really was meant to be. Like I really meant to go to Hawaii and, you know, be put in this environment, this new situation. And it was like a, a mix of excitement and like nervous. Cause it's like the unknown. Right. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen, who was going to be there, what was going to be portrayed of me. Yeah, you're by yourself in yeah. a whole new place and I a whole different people. don't have a phone to call and be like, yeah. mommy, oh my God. Pick me up. Like, <laughs> pick me up. Mom, I don't want to be here. I'm going I did, home. I did not have that. So it was it was scary, but it was off. also, it was also um, like thrilling, kind yeah. of not knowing and just seeing what this opportunity was going to lead to. I actually Googled you yesterday, which was what I was going to tell you when the cameras were not rolling. And I saw your headshots of when you were a little girl. Stop. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was literally, yeah, I was like 9 or 10 and probably those yeah, headshots. Yeah, it was so funny. It's crazy. It's really crazy how everything kind of. So would you say that nowadays, up. because back in the day for all these casting and shows, you know, they would hold casting events. Yeah. And now it's just a direct DM followers on Instagram to be all these shows like you think that's just like how it's happening nowadays I think with social media they have um more access to people you know what I'm saying they don't need to host these crazy uh, especially for reality tv because reality tv they're not trying to find actors they're trying to find regular people like you and you and I just you know trying to find love but I think social media has given these casting directors and these agents and managers the, the platform to be able to search a specific person or exactly what they're looking for um so i think it's it's easier because it, it gives anyone access to being on a reality tv show because it wasn't like i said it wasn't my purpose to be on this tv show yeah kind of just happens. happens for me so it kind of just goes to show you that even if you're on there you're on social media it's not even about the follower account because there was other people that went on the reality tv show that submitted an application like and they got called onto the show just by submitting an application so i feel like there's a lot of different routes and other people also got casted by the like by instagram by the casting director sliding into the dm so it kind of just goes to show you that you don't need to have this big platform you don't need to be you know with a a certain amount of number of just be authentic yeah Yeah. be authentic be yourself and like it 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 can come you know and it will come because it i mean it happened to me yeah and when you were there what 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 was the process like behind the cameras like during the shoots when the cameras were not rolling like what was happening because we don't know that the days i mean it's five episodes and it's probably like three weeks let's say yeah so we don't know what goes on like, and you we don't kind see of that. always hear it on this whole different person is yeah. it really like that where the other girls or the guys kind of changed yeah, their whole like personality as soon as they started recording or did mm-hmm. everyone stay true to who they were yeah, who they i were. mean i can't speak for other people because i didn't i literally did not know any of these people before before the show yeah. i had they're they're from all over the world different states um but what i what i will say and i feel like a lot of the other girls and, and also men on the show can agree with me is that your cameras are literally rolling 10 to 12 hours a day. Like we're filming 10, 12 hour days. It gets to a point, especially after two, three weeks into it, the cameras are not even there. Like you feel like you're not even there because you're just going on about life. And tune it out. Yeah, like you literally tune it out because you're living in this house with other people and you just have to 
keep moving, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. So for me personally, it got to a point where I like tuned out the cameras. They also have like hidden cameras and hidden microphones. So you really don't know, like you just, in my head, I just always remembered like, I'm being on camera 24 seven. Yeah. You took so, it as a job. You knew you yes, were working. Yes and no, because I obviously had my fun and yeah. I was myself. Self-awareness. Yes, I, yeah, I, self -aware. I was very self-aware in the fact where it's like, I knew that there was cameras on me 24 seven. So I, I going into it, my mindset was like, my abuelita's gonna see this. My mom is gonna see this. Yeah, I wanna like, know what they thought about this. <laughs> you know, like that was my, that was my mindset. So I wanna make sure that I, you know, I'm in a way, showing my true self but also like my mom is gonna see this so yeah. i'm not gonna be like i'm not gonna be promiscuous or like super scandalous because also that's not what i would be doing if yeah. i was out in the club in miami like yes i'm gonna twerk and take shots but like with respect you with know, respect with, yeah. yeah with respect Classy. because yeah you know, <laughs> you know we gotta keep a little class <laughs> yeah and was it real because I mean, I watched it there was a love interest in the show right which mm -hmm. he ended up going and leaving with the, the girl that he his girlfriend who he came with yeah. in the show there's a lot of spoilers spoilers yeah <laughs> if, you if you haven't watched it, it. go watch it yeah. was it real because there was a huge age gap too like yeah. how was that for you and did anyone at some point this is coming from the production aspect approach you and say hey like you're gonna be one of the ones that makes it with yeah a, was anything with one planned. of the guys that came yeah or was it just it just happened. Was it real or was it planned? That's what we want to know. <laughs> so this is so funny because this is probably like the most asked question. Anytime I like I'm sitting, like a client sitting in my chair, they'll uh -huh. be like, okay, so I know you're on this TV show. Like, was it real? Like, was it scripted? Like, yeah. were, was that real? And the honest truth is that it is real. Like in the sense where we do not have a script where they're saying, Sophia, you need to say this and action and you go there and you, there's none of that. Obviously there's guided interviews. Quick little break, calling out all the Miami girls. Struggling to find the perfect nail salon that doesn't feel like a factory? Well, we got the place for you. That Girl Beauty Bar located on Southwest 12th Street in the heart of Little Havana. Offering gel mani and petties, acrylics, apris, and hair services that will exceed your beauty and self-care expectations. Get 10% off with code CONFESSIT when booking. I remember conversations that I had with one of the casting directors where they were like, we were like, not betting money, but like, you know, in our heads, we kind of assumed, okay, this girl's gonna go with this guy. And yeah, based on personalities it, yeah, based and on qualities. Personalities yeah. and, and what the guys said that they, you know, what the men said that they liked in their types. Mm -hmm. Obviously the casting directors in their head kind of had an idea of yeah. how they thought it was gonna happen. Yeah. But like one of the casting directors were like, never did I, ever think that like you would be with Tom or you know this guy would be with this girl like it kind of it, it happened naturally in yeah. a sense like we gravitate to like to each other naturally so yes there's guided interviews in a sense where like when we have our interviews like it needs to make sense the questions that they're asking and what we're saying but as far as the interaction between me and like the guy that like my love interest in the show like all of that was natural conversations okay. or like things that happen that just kind of happen naturally um so no, it's not scripted. I know a lot of people always ask, is yeah. it scripted? It's not scripted. Those are our own words, our own actions. Like everyone there, you know, chooses what they what they can say and do, yeah. you know? And like going back to what you're saying, obviously there is a lot of things that happened behind the cameras and when the cameras were off. Mind you, it, it was a month of filming and they have the cameras rolling 24 seven. So there was a lot of things that I'm not going to say like chopped up things because that's not necessarily the case, but there was a lot of things that did happen that wasn't necessarily shown on camera. Like imagine there was only a certain amount of episodes. So they yeah. have to fil film. They have to fit hours of filming into 
like you know 10 episodes yeah. or whatever however many episodes there were so there was a lot of things that happened behind cameras but i guess the main things were shown on tv for sure i mean to show a connection between a couple yeah based on so many hours of footage is hard yeah, yeah. that's why i was like what so, did you feel anything for him so like for example, did I, you see a future or like something with this guy so he was definitely, Tom was definitely, um, in the beginning coming in, he wasn't the person that I looked at and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, <laughs> I think a lot of us can say that Julian, which was the football player, mm -hmm. that he was the most handsome one there. Yeah, in that's the sense who I where, saw like, you ending yeah, up with. I was like, like for sure, she's going to go for him. Every girl there, like, their mouth dropped when, like, when they saw Julian, they were like, oh my God, like, I, I swear, like, these girls were, like, on it when it came to him. But if there's one thing I could say about Julian is that he had his eyes like to his girl the whole entire time. He was Good so loyal shit. and he became such a great friend to me in the show. Um, and I got really close to him and I learned a lot from him, but he kind of almost showed me that if a man really loves a woman, he's gonna stay loyal and faithful. Like I'm telling you, there'd be times where girls would have too much to drink and they yeah. would get too friendly. And he was like, get away from me. Like in the sense of like respectfully, like you're getting too touchy. You know, yeah. like, and that really showed me that, man, there's guys out there that are really gonna respect their woman when there's, sexy yeah. women throwing themselves at <laughs> temptation at, yeah 100%. exactly when there's temptation and what was the craziest thing that you saw happening on or off cameras <laughs> i would say the i mean the craziest thing was on camera and it was the threesome mm. there was a whole threesome under the covers right under that the covers like, ah, on television that's, that's they wild. didn't care their parents were watching nothing yeah no sin pena there was you saw the thrusting the parents the probably didn't even know they were on the tv show you're right you're right oh yeah that i think that was the craziest and seeing that all go down i was like i'm gonna just sip my tea and go to my little <laughs> corner like i it was crazy i think that for me was was one of the craziest things was that there a point where your family you know watching all the episodes kind of approached you and said hey sophie should we be expecting something yeah, like, like this were they know. scared nervous yeah, i think um my dad just didn't want to see it i don't think he even watched it <laughs> like obviously like my dad does not want to watch that yeah. he doesn't like reality tv show my mom was my number one fan she was there every tuesday night watching the tv She's show so cute and she she like lived for it um i mean i guess Speaking for myself, I know that I didn't do anything like yeah. super crazy. Yeah. I think the most thing that for me that I was like, oh my God, my mom is going to watch this was there was a time where Tom and I went on a date and uh, they made it, they set it up very romantic and it was like, they wanted us to, the idea was a, like a mud bath where we had to like rub yeah. basically like Get very mud. touchy with each yeah, other. Yeah, okay. rub mud on each other. And after like an hour of rubbing mud, like I was like, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do something because us rubbing mud on the shoulders is not gonna be like enough for them to stop filming. Yeah. And it got really awkward, and we're just there like, so, <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? You know, that is so awkward. I think at that point I was like, you know, I'm just gonna give a little, give a little spice, you mm -hmm. know, a little spice. And that's when yeah. he like wrote something on like my top, like I had a bikini on mm -hmm. and on like my upper like butt, like not my butt cheek, my lower, but like my top, he kind of wrote something. I think it was like a heart and then like Tom or something like that. Yeah. I think that was the the, the most promiscuous and like scandalous thing that I'm like, oh my God, my mom is gonna watch a guy rubbing <laughs> mud on my, on my booty cheeks. <laughs> my abuelita's gonna watch my this. My abuelita's gonna watch this. And yes, be like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Sophia, you know, but no, other than that, there wasn't anything on my oh, end. No. I think my mom probably was like her jaw dropped when she saw that threesome. She was like, <gasps> like, oh my God, que locura, you know? But I mean, that's the whole point of yeah, the show. Yeah. Like they had, something had to happen. That's I what makes a good TV. There was like a tease and you hear like moaning. I was like, that sounds like Sophia. 
was you. No, the girl, girl underneath I would the die. sheets. The I was like, Sophie, that, that was you. I was like, that's Sophie. No, that was not me. I, I was, was like, no, she did it. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, that, oh that, was, that was wild. But let me tell you, I will mm. say there is a lot of alcohol involved. So Ooh. imagine like yeah. a, a month. You they got, know what they're doing. Yeah, but like, come on, alcohol. A month a man, is a lot. A, a month is a lot. Like you they know, set month, it up for you. Yeah, yeah they, they set they it up for you. The producers know what they're doing, yeah. and they're very. They've been doing this for years, so they know what to do in order to set up like a scene. But at the end of the day, it's our decision that we're making in order to do yeah. X, Y, and Z. You know. Yeah. And what would you say you learned from this experience? Uh, oh, I learned a lot. I feel like it was a lot of self-growth. Like, I really didn't think that I was going to come out of this n- knowing and feeling more like myself. Um, and it, it was a lot of growth for me in the sense where I was able to see these men. Like, these men taught me a lot. And we, there was a lot of deep conversations. And it just kind of brought me closer to who I am as a person and knowing what I want for myself. I think I left that place, even though Tom and I, you know, we still follow each other on Instagram. You know, we still kind of congratulate. I know that he's still with his girlfriend, so I keep it very respectful. Same girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, same girl. He's still with Chelsea, so I keep it very respectful in the sense where it's like, if I see him on something or like, I'm going to applaud him and and kind of always be his like cheerleader on the sidelines. Um, But even though, obviously, he ended up going with with his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely learned a lot from him in the sense where it's like, you, you always want to be with someone that's going to want you to be the best version of yourself and all these men you know obviously there was you know there was other men that didn't end up cheating and have a whole threesome so that didn't really i didn't learn a lot from him but from the other men i did learn that like for example julie and i learned that you can definitely find a man that the temptation will be thrown in their face and they're gonna choose their girlfriend each and every time like julie really taught me that um and then tom also taught me so much i mean there is there was a age gap so i feel like i was able to learn a lot from him yeah. and um and they were there they, they were honestly like my best friends like we got really really close and i was able to learn a lot about myself and what i wanted coming out of this and and not just that but i feel like i got an even clearer vision of what i want in a man like that's truly what i left this show with and and leaving the island i was like wow like i know that my man is out there and he's gonna be loyal he's gonna be faithful Mm -hmm. he's gonna root for me and he's gonna want me to do um he's gonna want me to be the best version of myself i think that's what tom taught me that's what julian taught me um as well as the other men too they also taught me a lot so i left temptation island a different person and after that shortly she found love (laughs) (laughs) i did i did Um, I think that after the show, you know, at least from an outsider looking into your life through Instagram and social media. You see the growth. You had such a beautiful glow up right after the show. You opened up your own business, which we're about to get Mm -hmm. into. You just seem so genuinely happy and grounded and really empowering to not just girls, but everyone, Everyone, even even guys watching you on TV. You know, I have a couple of guy friends that I would drag along with me to watch the episode Mm because I love reality TV. Mm -hmm. And the show does an amazing job at also proving that you can trust your partner. You know, it's not always about, oh, you're going to win with alone. Oh, you're going to cheat on me. No, if you're with the right person, you can you can trust that person. Like you said, Julian was a perfect example. Yeah. Um, And that was really beautiful. So I applaud you for that. Yeah. If you get the opportunity to do something like this again, would you do it? 
I would absolutely love to be in another, another reality TV show. I think right the now. The DMs are open. <laughs> the Bachelor franchise. Well, Hit her up. Perfect Match. Have you seen Perfect Match on Netflix? No. I'm watching it right now. I'm hooked. I just started it. Because it's it has good. people from all the other shows. It's really good. Oh, that's yes. the one with the Love is Blind. Yeah, yeah. And the Temptation Island love, girls. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All of it. Hot to hands. Yeah. It's Sophie. really good. So let me finish what I'm saying. Okay, okay. okay go ahead. Before go ahead. you guys get too excited. <laughs> We're already like talking her already. So, for example, obviously, right right now, at this given moment, I'm mm-hmm. in a relationship. I yeah. just opened up my business recently. So, I think it really depends on the type of show. I would love to be, like, on the circle. Like, maybe, like, a, a show oh, that's, that's a good like, one. Yeah, yeah, like, a show that's maybe not so focused on love. Because right now, I'm in a full relationship. And yeah. I'm not going to, you know, be like, bye. I'm going, you know. Want to come with me? Right, going on Love yeah. Island, so, you know. <laughs> Absolutely not. So as as of right now, I definitely would, if the mm-hmm. opportunity presented itself, I would go on another reality TV show, depending on what it is based on. Um, but I don't know, maybe if if the opportunity presented, obviously when I'm not in a relationship, I would definitely do it all over again because I personally had a really good experience with Temptation Island. Although it, you know, filming for that many hours and being in front of a camera and kind of it's, it's very hurry up and wait in yeah. that life um it was very emotionally exhausting um and physically exhausting at times but i feel like I, i'm a very strong-minded person and i came out of that even stronger than i would have ever thought so if the opportunity presented itself and it was a good reality tv show absolutely i would definitely go on it perfect and going back to what Ellie said you know after you came back you opened up your studio Walk us through like what that was like. Yeah, for you, that, was planning. that always your goal to do? It was definitely always my goal to open up my business. I had been freelancing and a freelance makeup artist since 2015, since 17 years old in high school. That's when I started my freelance journey. So I always knew that I wanted to, but I feel like the the show definitely opened up so many doors for me in the sense where I I had like this newfound like motivation you know and not just that but it also pushed me to move out to kind of just be more independent obviously like you know we're cuban rely on our parents Mm -hmm. for a lot and like my parents still to this day do so much for me but i feel like being away for a month and a half like i came back and i'm like i you know i want to open my business i want to move out i want to do x y and z like i had this newfound drive and motivation just to do the most and when the show aired i think that really pushed me to open up um at first coming from the show i had opened up um right after the show i had opened up like a small kind of salon suite situation Mm. i was like in a small kind of unit before opening up my big studio that i have now but it really pushed me especially with the audience that i was attracting from the show i used to do makeup like i started my parents kitchen countertop so i knew okay i'm gonna be on television i cannot be taking clients yeah you took advantage of the situation the popularity to grow and not just you had that, a strategy. Yeah, yes, a lot I of eyes on you. I yeah. definitely had a strategy in the sense where it just pushed me now that I, I, I'm going to be on television. Like, I, I need to step up my game and just be more professional. So I was able to find, like, a small kind of salon suite situation to rent out. And I kind of started there. And I was there for a year. And after I hit the one-year mark in that small 11 by 7 studio, I was able to open up my full storefront beauty studio which is glamorous looks and i can definitely i i definitely can say that this i can definitely say that temptation island really put me on the map in the sense where it brought a new audience to my social media i was able to get verified on instagram which also is huge like once i got that verification once I got that verification check, I literally wanted to cry. Like that's that's really big. It is. It, it is changed big. everything. It changed it does. everything for yeah. me. And it just gave me this newfound like professionalism. And I feel like that coming back from that show just really 
pushed me to be the best version of myself in all aspects. And ever since I've known you, you have tunnel vision. Like you put a goal in your mind, you reach that goal. What what fuels you? Because you know, to a certain extent, money could do so much. Like, what do you what do you would you say fuels you and your passion? I think what fuels me is um, number one. I love what I do. Like, I I love what I do. I've been doing makeup for a really long time, and I still feel like I'm not working. Don't get me wrong. I have 10 hour days and it's exhausting, especially now that I have a team working under me, but I'm really passionate about what I, about what I do. And I feel like number one, passion motivates me. And also, um, setting my future up to not struggle. Like yeah. I get that m- money's important. Don't get me yeah. wrong. And I have goals financially that I want to hit at certain, you know, ages and marks, but I want to set myself up now and work my ass off now. So that by the time that I'm, you know, 30, 35, yeah. wanting to have kids, I don't have to be doing what I'm doing in the sense of like all the hours I'm putting into it. My, then that's always been my mindset. Like work your ass now in mm-hmm. your 20s. Your 20s is for building, your 30s yeah. is for relaxing and enjoying um, the fruits of your labor is what I like to say. Yeah. So that's my motivation is like setting myself up now so I can be able to have kids. I can be able to build a family. I can be able to do all of that without having to work a 10, 12 hour day doing yeah. clients what I'm doing now. Cause ideally like I don't have a life right now. We were just talking about that mm-hmm. before we started. I came in here, she was like really stressed and like photos <laughs> ringing. All over the place. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> <my people. laughs> I don't have a life right now, but I know that all of this is going to pay, pay off. off. Yeah, it's, gonna it's pay worth off. it. And that's what motivates me. Number one, I think that passion and, and loving what I do, but not just that, I feel like now with teaching makeup classes, I, I wish that I had something like what I'm doing now when I first started doing makeup. And now that I started this like eight week makeup and mentorship course, I'm seeing people, you know, like build their confidence and I'm seeing people like love what they do, not knowing where to start. And I'm able to help them and guide them, you know? And like, that's also something I'm very passionate about educating. And I feel like that's the route that I really want to start focusing on. Just educating people to like do the same thing I did. Like you have a love for makeup, you know, you have this house, you have this drive, yeah you're starting in your parents you know in your parents house but you can get to where i'm at if you really absolutely love and have that passion and that consistency and hustle and drive like if i can do it you can do it and now i feel like i i love the fact that i'm able to teach people how to build their technique build their confidence and honestly like help them become a fully booked makeup artist because at the end of the day there's tons of makeup artists like yeah. this 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 in Miami, there's tons of makeup artists, you know. Especially yeah. now, like you would look back like two to three years ago. Okay, maybe there wasn't as many. It's hard to find a good one. A good one, yeah. But now there's so many and they're all pretty good. Yeah, pretty talented. Exactly. It's how you execute yeah. and your brands and... Absolutely. Yeah, I because it's like not only knowing how to paint the face. Yeah, no, it's no, about no. the marketing, the brand, Put yourself the out there, your everything. team. Everything. You have everything. a team under you and now you, you're teaching girls. And it's kind of what you said. For me, it took having that one role model, which mm-hmm. was a friend from our sorority, and seeing her succeed in the field, you know, she has a nail salon and watching her grow and not have a life. Yeah. It didn't happen overnight. She had to give up a lot, yeah. sacrifice a lot. But watching her and hearing her talk on her videos about how she got there, it's really that what it takes to inspire other girls that are trying to be like you in the next yeah. five or ten years. Yeah. yeah. So, good for you. And you. what advice would you give to someone who has that dream to become, you know, a successful business owner? Um, I definitely think consistency is number one. Like that's, I know it's, everyone says, oh my God, consistency, consistency, but it's the truth. Like if you have, how do I say it? 
nowadays we're blessed like more than ever we have social media to our advantage like 10 years ago if you wanted to be a makeup artist if you wanted to start a business it was so different and we had to work 10 times as hard now we are privileged to have social media to have instagram to have tiktok like those platforms it's so easy to blow up and it's so easy to make your dreams come true whether it's opening up whether it's makeup or whether it's any other industry like this goes for everyone it's consistency it's having a vision and really just like like you said tunnel vision and focusing on what you want and working every but also having something unique that makes you stand out because there's thousand millions doing the same thing as you yes but that's kind of where it trickles back to consistency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, not everybody's consistent. Not everyone's consistent. They give up. They give up. They give up. They yeah. try it for a month. They try it for a year. And they're like, oh, well, you know, this year didn't do that well. This month didn't do that well. As an entrepreneur, we have our high months. We have our low yeah. months. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen. It's always going to be up and down. And it's an uphill battle. But those high months are going to be our highs. And as long as you're consistent in every single way, you will be successful in what you do. Obviously, like branding and knowing what you like. That's why I say tunnel vision. Like really create a brand for yourself, a vision of what you want. Like who do you want to be? What do you want to portray to others? What do you want to teach others? Um, how do you want to improve someone's everyday life? Once you kind of figure those, like the fundamentals and the foundation of, of your building your brand, then it's just consistency, pushing content out because you can literally blow up overnight over t- like TikTok. One of my videos hit like over a million views and it was this like, not the stupidest video, but it was like a video like, oh, it's, it's funny. It's, yeah, it's always like, the ones you don't expect. You didn't think it would go it's viral. It's always the ones that, that you don't expect that will go viral. But if you're constantly pushing out content, one of them is going to happen. It's bound to happen for sure. It's It's going to happen. Yeah, there's more probability of it happening. And I think going back to the question, um, I think what's really important in in building your brand is also education. I feel like, don't get me wrong, I I did go to beauty school, but I'm very much self-taught. But till this day, I still go to makeup seminars. And people tell me and they look at me, Sophie, you teach makeup classes. Like, why are you going and, you know, taking a hair class or taking a makeup class? And in every industry, it's always evolving. There's always new trends. 100%. There's no cap to your education. And I feel like taking classes and a refresher course and seeing what other people's techniques are and taking a class with them. Like I, I do online classes. I do this. I, like I constantly am educating myself because there's always going to be someone that's going to bring on a new technique, mm-hmm. a new product, a new wave. And you have to be in this industry, in any industry, you have to be ever growing and yeah. evolving with the times and keeping up with social media. So education is super important. And I feel like it's something people don't talk about a lot. Yeah, especially it's makeup. Not. Like, if you think about it, the way you do your makeup now, it's not the same. Completely Girl. different. Who used to contour? We will have different. one face color, maybe blush, and that's it. Like, yeah. nobody would contour It was before. just one pale yeah. face and very <laughs> smoky eyes. Or the shade was probably, like, darker than the rest uh-huh. of your body. The, the 2016 eyebrows. <laughs> yes. Girl, yes, that yes. ADH dip brow was on a chokehold. Yeah. There's just so many trends constantly it's, coming out. Yeah. So it's exactly Education what you're saying. Education important. Keeping up with those trends. Super, super, yeah. Everyone, all the clients that always come to you want the latest in so imagine like when the wing started popping i was like oh my god i don't know how to make like i don't know how to draw a line a line like that like how do i do it and because i didn't know how to do it at first i lost a lot of potential clients because that's the they wanted that smoky eye so it's so important you have to stay with the times yeah and if someone's interested in taking your classes this year Mm -hmm. what do they need to do so everything is on glamorouslookstudio.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go on the website and I have different courses. So my most popular course, especially for those who are like starter makeup artists that kind of, you know, they have their kit, 
it. They know that they love makeup. They have a passion, but they kind of, you know, want to improve their techniques and they don't know how to go about really making makeup their full time. I have, I, I've recently curated this course. It's an eight week makeup and mentorship course where it's once a week and people come in and we have the business day where it's all about business 101, how to brand yourself, how to create, you know, yourself as a, a beauty influencer or makeup artist and then every class after that is all hands-on so i have a few different courses but for okay. the starter person that wants to learn how to become a makeup artist my eight-week makeup and mentorship course is for that then i have my private one-on-ones which is just me and the other artists just one-on-one -on -one time and then i also because i like to cater to everyone so many i know right? i do i do have my classes that are my like, one how do you even day. put this together <laughs> girl tunnel vision i know tunnel i know vision. and also i also like to think about like what is gonna like what can i cater that's gonna help people yeah. you know and what's not makeup? out there yet like exactly. thinking ahead of the game so for example i do have a one day makeup course which is for people that want to they don't want to become a makeup artist but they love makeup and they want to learn how to do it on themselves so that one day makeup course is basically hands-on with the person is doing it on themselves so they're improving their makeup techniques so i have the two different types of classes the ones that it's for people that actually want to pursue makeup and learn how to do makeup on others and then i have the courses and the one day classes that are for people that just want to improve their own makeup techniques and learn how to do the wing liner learn how to do the smoky eye or match their foundation what's next for you what's next that's a good question i, I can't spill the beans too much yeah but a little overview yeah a little sprinkle i definitely see myself um really building my team and really just making my studio right now the best version that it can be um i definitely want to continue educating and maybe even make different courses maybe longer courses um for people that you know really want to pursue makeup um and i'm always looking for new faces and new artists and new talent so just building for me i have an amazing team of girls and it's just continuing to build an amazing legacy an amazing team of talented artists and hopefully open up like more locations that would be an absolute dream of mine like just opening up new locations especially and, across like county lines yes be cool. girl you know yeah. out of state open up a little yeah. right LA, open up a little York. glamorous looks like downtown and midtown That'd like be nice. That. Yeah. But definitely just expanding glamorous looks as a whole and definitely um expanding my artist tools. So I also sell, I don't sell products mm. just yet, um, but I do sell lashes and artist tools. So just expanding that. So it's basically the one-stop shop for all things glamorous. That's the slogan. And just basically um making it easier for someone that has a love for makeup to just come on the website buy tools you know sign up for classes or book a makeup appointment just making yeah. it easier for Everything someone there. to just you know glam themselves up love it oh my god i feel like we've talked I for know. like a year i know <laughs> so much we learned so much anything else you want to touch base on um i think i want to wrap it up because mm -hmm. it's kind of been lingering in my mind yeah what um, I want to take it back to how you said, like, initially you wanted to go on this reality TV show with your ex. Mm -hmm. And in the previous episode last week, we talked about, like, oh, are you still friends with your ex and whatever? Ooh. Is oh, this yeah, something yeah. you reached out to him to let him know, hey, by the way, I'm going on the show that I told you about a few months ago? I think yeah. this is the perfect ending because it's juicy drama and it's yeah. basically another confession. So I just yeah. I can't go to sleep tonight without knowing. Yeah. What's I your situation know. with that? Um no i did not tell him and yeah no we don't really we don't talk he never reached out or liked anything nothing um, is he i don't want to say things that I are gonna something. get him in trouble yeah yeah um but i mean 
answers to that. Yeah, so... Yeah, I just, I don't want to say anything that's going to get him in trouble, but definitely there was no communication. No communication. Um, yeah, I mean, and if there, if there was communication, it was very cut short because I feel like once one door closes, I'm going to leave that door closed. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 100%. The past should stay. Yeah, yeah, I definitely left that relationship knowing that it was for the better. And mm -hmm. this opportunity, when it presented itself, it was a sign from the universe, like, girl, run do your own thing yeah. become the best version of yourself and leave everything in the past and just move forward so um yeah there was it was just very black and white he definitely saw that on tv yeah and i think Ooh. when those when those relationships end i mean it goes back to the reason why it ended and depending on the reason is whether you choose to you know either stay friends or even if it's like a far away friend it yeah. depends on how it ended and in that situation no, different there, situation yeah, and his friends let's no. just yeah. say that there was just closure and leave it as that and that's yeah it. yeah yeah it and was very it. much like this is how it ended and there's i'm not going back yeah, yeah. like goodbye goodbye peace out <laughs> i'm gonna move on to bigger off to things. hawaii i go yes <gasps> packing my bag off to hawaii to hawaii <laughs> oh my god <laughs> would you ever open an only fans <laughs> Oh, you know what's really Hell funny? Yeah. So I, Girl, I think you would do good. I'm dead. You know, it's it's really funny. So I would if I were to ever open up an OnlyFans, mm -hmm. it would be a very it would be to how do I say? If I if I were to ever open up an OnlyFans, I would definitely have a strategy with it. So yeah. um it would mainly be like makeup classes or <laughs> okay. tea on what happened in the reality TV show. Like it's not going to be the traditional OnlyFans, but that's yeah. how you get them. You know, that's but it's you, so exclusive content exactly. that you don't post for free. So exactly. But I think so, people will be bamboozled or be like, oh, she's going to show some ads. Bamboozled. Oh, no, I am going. But they, they would <laughs> definitely subscribe. Be like, this is makeup. No. <laughs> but that's where the strategy comes in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So if I were ever open up an OnlyFans, it would be to my advantage. You know, people think, wow, OnlyFans, she gonna get real scandalous on there. And it's like, psych, it's a makeup tutorial. And then they psych. forgot forget to cancel the subscription and she's making money every month. It's like, if you watch until the end, there might be a little surprise and then there's just nothing. It's just, it's just like nothing. the full look. It's all about strategy. So that's the right. Tunnel vision. Yes, tunnel vision. I think that's the only uh, way that I would open up an, or like an OnlyFans. Um, but it would be exclusive content, just not the content the person thinks. thinks it is. Just ready. another course, mm. basically, that you pay for. Exactly. Course. <laughs> exactly. Promo code, right. discount Promo code, code, OnlyFans. <laughs> I but love it. I know that if I did open up on OnlyFans, it I would be. I I know. I I know. We, the money, yeah. The you would money. thrive that I would be making. But for me personally, it's just not me and it's not my brand. Yeah, no, it's you have to stay true to yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even about morals. No judging out there if you're making hella money right now. Make hey. your money, honey. Listen, yeah. I, Listen, I envy you. Fans. If anything, I envy y'all. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I, I'm here like, I be doing makeup for girls getting their content for yeah. fans. And I I live for it. I love it. Get your bag. Mm -hmm. um, but for me personally, it just wouldn't go with my brands. And I feel like everything I've built, it would yeah. kind of like be moving along. Oh, and you have your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need it. Overpower exactly. whatever you're doing yeah. entrepreneur-wise makeup artist. But if I were to open up an OnlyFans, I would I definitely have thought about it and having mm. a strategy to it. Like people would think <laughs> it's something and then I would bamboozle them. Uh -huh. Love that word. All right, well, guys, Sophie. I think we're good. Um anything else? Can we please look at uh, Milo and I know. how nice Milo? he's been? He's been Milo. so cute. Milo. Oh <laughs> shit. He's a little pillow, uh, and Milo. he's like a he's little been circle. So good. He's been sleeping the whole he's time. He's been, yeah, he really has. I thought he was Milo. Milo, I spelled Milo, but it's Milo. <laughs> Milo. 
Look at him. He's so cute. All right, guys. Well, Sophie, thank you so much for joining us today. Our first guest down. Our first guest. (laughs) A perfect one, too. I know. We learned so much. I feel like you did all the speaking for us. I hope you guys learned. I know we're here. We're like, woo, taking information. I hope you guys out there learned as much as we did today. And don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, like, comment, leave us a review, tell us who you want to see, and... And if yeah. you yourself are interested in being part of our yeah, podcast, reach out at to some us. Point, DM reach us, out to us, email us. We we're, love we're, having we're fresh listening. faces we're and people that love to talk. Sophie was the perfect guest because <laughs> she can talk for hours. So just it's very up, informational too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next dying. time. Bye. Bye, guys.